0: Jesus, as we stand before you and read this psalm, God, we hold your word, Lord. God, this is your word, and I pray that you would speak to us through your word. God, your word is rich, your word is deep, but even more so, it is you speaking to us. And I pray that you would give each one of us a word from you, specifically a word for us, for each one of us, Lord, wherever we're at, whatever we're struggling through, Lord. Whatever's going on in life, whatever's happening inside our own mind and hearts, God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would give us a special word for each and every one of us. So bless your word, anoint it with your spirit, and we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Did you know the U- United States, the U.S., is the only what they call no vac- vacation nation? No vacation nation. Of the 21 richest countries in the world, the U.S. does not mandate employers to give paid vacation days and paid holidays off. And I thought that was interesting when I came across this article. In contrast, there's other countries that the government actually requires paid vacation and paid holidays. For example, in Spain, which is at the top of the list, it... Uh, requires companies to give 39 days, combining both vacation and holiday days. 39 days, wow, that's a lot. Germany, Greece, New Zealand, they require uh, 31 to 33 days combined here. The United Kingdom, they require 28 days. Japan requires 25 days a year. But the United States comes in last with zero days, and so we are officially the no vacation na- nation. <laughs> well, we know it's important, right? It's important to take a break. It's important for us to take our vacations. It's important to have our day of rest, like our Sabbath. We need that break for not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and, and spiritually also. No wonder st- Statistics show that people who do not take regular vacations are more likely to die of heart attacks and more likely to be depressed uh, compared to those who do regularly take vacations. So we understand that we all need rest for it's vital to our health and our, our well-being, right? In, in all areas of, our, of us who we are. Well, today we return to our in-depth study in Psalm 23. And we find that God, our shepherd, he brings us peace and rest for every weary heart. We all need the place of rest. And that's the title of our message this morning. The place of rest. The place of rest. And as I mentioned, we're going to be studying Psalm 23, verse 2. Just one verse. We're going to get into it deep. Uh, the place of rest, Psalm 23, verse 2. And in this verse, we're going to see two things, and this is our outline. Number one, finding green pastures, and number two, finding still water. So that's our outline for this morning, and that is exactly what we're going to be Finding we're going to be looking into. So number one, let's start with number one in our outline, finding green pastures, finding green pastures. Now, this covers the first half of verse 2, and it reads here, verse 2, He makes me lie down in green pastures. Now, this Psalm of David continues on. If you remember, we learned this Psalm is all about the relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. It's a picture, really, uh, uh, of God and his people and how God works and, and how his people follow uh, God, how God works in the people's lives. Last time we learned in verse 1, right, the Lord is Yahweh. Yahweh is the shepherd. And not only the shepherd, but he's my shepherd. So we learned last time that Yahweh, right, the the, the Lord who created everything, our sovereign God, uh, Jesus Christ, Yahweh, he is our what? My shepherd. Our personal shepherd. He's personally taking care of us. And we saw that last time. So with that, uh, David wrote in verse 1, I shall not want. And uh, we learn, right, with with our personal shepherd, I have all that I need. There's nothing else we need because God is the one taking care of us. And how does he do that? How does he, how, how does he take care of us? How do we, are we contented in him? Well, that's what verse 2 through 6 really talks about. That's, it expands on what that means. And so here as we come to verse 2, David goes into more detail about what that means, that we have all we need, that we don't need anything else, that we can be content. And so he says in verse 2, He makes me... Now, remember that he is Yahweh, the shepherd. And when David writes, he makes me, I, I like to think about it uh, translated better this way. It, he makes me means he causes me. So you can write that down next to makes me. I, I think that really says what David is trying to put out here, that Yahweh causes me to lie down. And just with the fact that we're reading lie down, you know what that means? To rest, to be contented, to, to be able to rest. The word there in the Hebrew about lie down, it really speaks about how an animal can, can sit down or, or go all the way down on its fours, you know, and rest and be at rest. All on 4 legs, kind of bending, sitting down. And here specifically, we know it's talking about how sheep, yeah, uh, God the shepherd can have his sheep lie down. He causes his sheep to lie down, to be at rest, or we can say, to be at peace. And why can we be at peace? Well, in general, you know what? Because there's no worry, there's no fear, yeah? And so, so there's no need for to have any fear or worry so we can be at peace so david is saying this and first of all i want you to see this david saying my shepherd puts this sheep speaking about himself at ease as he takes care of all my worries and fears that's what david is really putting forth here just in this first part my shepherd puts this sheep at ease as he takes care of all my worries and fears. Listen, we've been learning. Yeah, I mentioned some things last week about sheep, and we're going to be learning more about sheep and just their makeup and how they are. And we know that sheep are very timid. They're very fearful animals. They, they can be startled by anything. And it kind of makes sense because sheep, are probably the only animals that don't have any defense mechanisms, yeah? They don't have any sharp teeth. They don't have sharp claws. You know, they don't roar really loudly and scary. Like, they just go, bad, bad. They're just these fluffy animals, yeah? And everyone looks at sheep and say, oh, how cute, how cute. But they're very timid. They're very uh, uh, fearful, and they worry really easily. And, and they will uh, uh, continue to to fear and worry and, and when they do that, they cannot sit down. They cannot rest. They cannot lie down to rest. But David's saying, hey, my shepherd, yeah, gives me freedom from fear, freedom from worry. My shepherd, my personal shepherd, Jesus, God, he causes me to lie down and to rest, to lie down and have peace. You know, I read about when a little jackrabbit came out of a bush and it it startled just one of the sheep but what happened then a dozen other sheep bolted with him in this blind fear they just went crazy all from a little bunny yeah all from a little innocent little bunny but you know what i was thinking i was thinking in many ways aren't we like like the sheep yeah I mean, how many times do, do, does one thought give us worry? So much worry keeps us up at night. Or, or, or something comes into our minds and all of a sudden we're fearful. We're, we're in this panic. You know how that feels? It just kind of overtakes you and it paralyzes you. And, and you almost got to pray through it and let that panic kind of calm down. You know, one of the little jackrabbits that I think of that, that happen is is what pops into my mind are the two little words what if yeah you ever have that, those thoughts what if this happens what if that happens yeah what if what if I, I I fail here what if I can't keep things up yeah what if I lose my job what what if the surprise bill comes what if it doesn't work out maybe there's what ifs you're going through right now is what if my spouse leaves me what if what if my car breaks down and I can't get to work what if and it's scary, yeah? What if What if I get cancer, yeah? What if my children, yeah, they rebel and go away? What if, what if, what if? I, I think many times that's that jackrabbit that can fill us with worry and fear. And then what do we do? We run, we run, yeah? We run from God, we run from this, we, we run to Medicaid, we run to alcohol, we run to... Uh, binges you know on netflix or however yeah we try we check out we run is that you maybe but remember those jackrabbits those little what ifs there yeah it it's not true we don't know it's always it's we're thinking of tomorrow the future and that's what gives us fear and worry but it's really not true that thought yeah you know what is true that Jesus, your shepherd, is taking care of you right now. And if he takes care of you today, he will take care of you tomorrow. I mean, that's what Jesus was saying in Matthew 6. Yeah, Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Just focus on today. Understand, your shepherd is on the job. Your shepherd is there. Your shepherd Yeah, Just knowing who your shepherd is and you're his sheep causes you to lie down, to be at peace, to be at rest. Uh, Turn over to Psalm chapter 4, to the left. Turn over to Psalm chapter 4 and look at verse 8. Verse 8. Psalm 4, verse 8. It says here Psalm 4 verse 8 In peace I will both lie down and sleep for you alone O Lord make me dwell in safety. We can sleep in peace because the Lord is there keeping us safe. Remember your your shepherd God doesn't slumber no sleep nor sleep, right? He's he's watching over you. And so Understanding that Yahweh, your personal shepherd, is there causes you to be able to lie down to rest and have peace. So this is David now saying, you know what? My shepherd puts this sheep at ease as he takes care of all my worries and fears. So surrender your fears to God right now. Surrender your worries to God right now. Well, the verse goes on and it says, he makes me lie down in what? Green pastures. So David's talking about, now the shepherd causes me to lie down. He brings me to green pastures, not barren wastelands where the sheep have to search on their own, scrounge around for something to to eat, to get food scraps, uh, but lush green fields, that, you know what that means? That means the sheep have abundant food to satisfy their hunger. See, hungry sheep, they never lie down. They're, they're, they're always like looking. They're always worried. They, they got to eat. They gotta, uh, they're always worried about getting enough food to eat. So they never lie down. Only the satisfied ones, the full ones, will lie down. And that's because the shepherd brings him to this place of abundant food, the green pastures. So David is saying this, and here's the second thing. The Lord, my shepherd, keeps this sheep well-fed, full, and happy. I like that, yeah? David's saying, you know, my personal shepherd, Yahweh, he keeps this sheep, me, well-fed, full, and happy. I like something that uh, J.R. Littleproud uh, called this section. This is like his outline. Uh, Just this first section, he wrote, The secret to a happy life, every need supplied. I like that. We can be happy in the Lord. We can be satisfied. We can be content. We can be well-fed and full and happy because the Lord, my shepherd, he takes care of us in that way. He brings us to the green pastures may you be encouraged today right that God will supply your every need according to his riches in Christ Jesus Philippians 419 we know that right that's the Lord you've seen it in your life you've seen how God has brought you to to the green pastures you've seen him provide for every need and 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 that's what David's saying I'm well fed, I'm full, he takes care of me, and you know, I'm happy. You know, God not only supplies our food, he also gives us spiritual nourishment too. And I believe that David's even including this, that in a spiritual way, how God uh, relates to us as his sheep, how he takes care of us spiritually, God will not only supply your food, but he gives you spiritual nourishment nourishment remember in the first temptation uh, when satan came to jesus christ in matthew chapter 4 and and jesus he he basically uh, uh defended himself and he went against what satan was trying to tempt him to do by by quoting scripture and what did he say he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes out of the mouth of god that's verse 4 of matthew 4 right So we know we are sustained by the word of God. Could it be maybe perhaps a reason that you are so filled with worry and fear that the what-ifs are just rolling and spiraling you out here? Maybe it's because you're not feeding on God's green pasture of his word. God is leading you right now saying, hey, get into my word, feed on my word. Perhaps that's why you're so distracted. That's why you're so worried. That's why you don't have faith. Maybe you're wondering, why don't I trust the Lord here? Well, maybe it's because you're not in His Word, and His Word isn't filling your mind, and your mind is being filled with the other things. So feed on His Word. Well, I want want you to see that ultimately, one more thing here. Finding green pastures of peace and rest comes by just being with your shepherd. I want you to really see that. I, I think this is important to see because I, I, I touched on it last week about how you know those sheep that are, are with the shepherd that are right next to the shepherd those those sheep that when the shepherd goes they go. When the shepherd s- stops they stop. They're right there next to the shepherd these sheep they're the most well fed and fat ones. Yeah because they're right there in the presence of the shepherd I touched on that last week. Well, th- this is the same idea that when to find finding those green pastures of peace and rest, you know what? It really comes by just being with your shepherd. Just being with him. Just being in his presence. I mean, it, it, like we're worshiping today, yeah. I want to be where you are. I want I want to be right there cuz you know what, when I worship God in these like this morning, just being able to worship God, and I just close my eyes, and I I focus on the Lord and the words, I feel like God is right here, yeah? I, I sense his presence, and he is here, and all of a sudden, my problems, my issues, my worries and fears just kind of melt away, yeah? And I find this place, this oasis of peace, this oasis where I can rest from every other thing that's going on in my life. All the troubles, all the challenges we face, all, all what's, you know, whirling around in my head when I put my mind on the Lord. And we can find peace right there in God's presence. That's why it's so important that when you come church, come early, come come to get settled in and then come and worship the Lord so we may spend that time with jesus so david really i think ultimately is saying finding green pastures of peace and rest comes by just being with your shepherd i want you to listen to this quote it's not on the screen but philip keller i uh, he wrote this book called the shepherd looks at psalm 23 and he was a shepherd himself i believe was in east africa but he wrote this i came to realize that that nothing so quieted and reassured the sheep as to see me in the field. And then he says, the presence of their master and owner and protector put them at ease as nothing else could do. So are you at unrest? Are Are you gripped with that fear? Is worry like overwhelming you? You know what? Seek the presence of God in your life. Seek to stay close to the shepherd. To to sit with him. To be with him. Jesus wants to give you that true peace. And it comes in that presence. It comes just just sitting there with him, with the shepherd. So you know what? Keep yourself in Jesus. I was actually this morning, I was just praying, God, God, Thank you for the truth we have in your word that I am in Christ and Christ is in me. And that comforts me so much. And I hope it comforts you. But keep your mind on the Lord. I think about that where Isaiah 26.3 says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And you know what happens? The rest of the verse says, because he trusts in you. That's what happens. So the place of rest is finding those green pastures in God's word and God's presence. Let's go on to number two now. Number two is finding still waters. Finding still waters. And this is the rest of our verse here, uh, verse two. Now it says here, He leads me beside still waters. Again, He is Yahweh, my personal shepherd, and leads me. Literally, in the Hebrew, is guides me gently. Guides me gently. It's 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 it's, it's the shepherd who lovingly, who gently, who kindly is guiding the sheep. He leads them. You know, in the Middle East, the shepherd does not drive the flock like. Um, You know, more in the U.S. with uh, cows or steers and all you drive them. But with sheep, uh, in the Middle East, the shepherd leads the flock. And the thing is, we understand sheep need leading. Yeah, Sheep don't have no, you know, there's no sense of direction for them. They easily get lost. They easily wander off. And sheep on their own, they won't survive. They can't find the food. They can't find the water. And so they're just totally lost without the shepherd. So David is saying here, the Lord my shepherd lovingly leads me for this sheep really needs him to lead me. I like that. The shepherd knows the sheep need leading. So the Lord my shepherd, he lovingly leads me. He wants to help in that way. He wants to provide in that way. So David saying, he leads me for this sheep, me. I really need him to lead me. You know, when our uh, family was in Santa Cruz for my daughter's wedding, um, you know, you know, when you travel, I'm so happy we got the Maps app, yeah, on our phone. I mean, I remember the days when I used to take out the paper map and, and i like, highlight where we going, you know. And i would actually try and study the night before, like, well, how, which, where you turn on the streets. Because you can't drive and just unfold the map, you know. It's good when I have my wife or someone in a car that can guide you. But, you know, when you're alone or when you're driving and it's a new place, it's like, I don't know where to go. But praise the Lord, we have technology, our phones, GPS, and we have maps, you know, our maps. And it's so easy, right? You, you just type in you know type in the address and 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 click the route and hit go and here this map pulls up and there's that blue line and arrow right of where you are that dot and you just follow that right it leads you to where you need to go and i love that because you know what it relieves a lot of stress off me. I don't know about you, but you're in a new place. Like, oh, I don't know where to go. Ah, you know, and you're you're trying to you know orient yourself with the lights and traffic and you know how many lanes or can I turn here when you need to turn all this. But but I love how the map program even says you know stay in the second to right lane and you know turn right here. I, I, I'm just amazed. You know, pretty soon they're gonna add add like you know stay in a. So right lane, and it will you know turn right here next to the tree on the corner. You know, maybe they'll add stuff like that. You know, but uh, I just love it because it relieves so much stress, yeah, so much worry in that. Well, you know what? In life, as we live life, it's hard. It's hard to navigate through this life, isn't it? I mean, situations arise, decisions have to be made. You know, uh, I I remember being in high school graduate about to graduate and it's like everyone's saying oh what are you going to do I'm like I don't know you know what am I going to do I don't know uh, 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 you know and some people had their plans in college and what they're going to major like, I had no clue and that was very stressful for me like oh I, I don't know and well I guess I'll go to college but then it's like what are you you're supposed to declare a major it's like I don't know right now I have no clue and it's stressful and so we have Decisions to make, you know, goals to make. Uh, uh, what do we do next with this? You know, what's going to happen next? God, if I uh, my decision today is going to affect what's going to happen tomorrow, so I need to make sure what I, the decision I make today because it's going to determine how tomorrow's going to be. And that's stressful, isn't it? But God is saying, look, I know you're sheep. I know you'll be lost without me. But I'm here to guide you through it all. And understand that. So when David is writing here, he leads me. The shepherd is leading the sheep, not because he has to, but he lovingly wants to. Because he cares for the sheep, and God cares for you. His heart is to help you do his will. His His heart is to help you fulfill his purpose and plans in his life. And he He already mapped out the road for you, Yeah. And so he's just saying, hey, follow, the, follow my blue line here. Yeah, Follow this and I'll guide you. I'll tell you when to turn. I'll tell you when to go left. I'll, I'll tell you when you veer this way. Yeah, I'll tell you when you reach that destination. That's God. We know James 1 says that, that he wants to give us wisdom. We just pray and ask for wisdom. He'll give us the wisdom in our life that we need. And so God is here to relieve you of your stress and worry and understand you know when god leads he's for sure gonna lead you there i mean i was i remember when first the whole gps first came out and google maps i think was the only app and and i remember reading articles when it first came out people had punched in their destination and they followed it and like one lady drove into a lake you know i was thinking why would you drive into a lake? You know, if I saw the lake, then I'd stop and go, well, something's not right. You know, with, with the directions here that the, the app is giving me. But that's not the Lord. God is, be, is for sure going to lead you where He wants to take you. So let Him lead you. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Yeah? Psalm 119, 105. So stick to God. Stick to his word. Stick to what he's leading you into. Even even when it doesn't make sense. Even if it goes against what, what you see, you think, you're feeling. But God's word is true, you guys. So trust in his leading. Trust in his word. Trust in the process. Maybe God is bringing you through. All right. Well, verse 2 here goes on. He leads me beside still waters. Where does a shepherd lead the sheep? Well, beside still waters. Why is that to satisfy their thirst? And we're talking about still waters, waters that are calm, cool, deep, uh, clean, pure drinking water, uh, not rushing rivers, because, uh, not turbulent waters, because sheep are timid, and it scares them. It stresses them out. And sheep, like all animals, we're all made up, you know, animals are made up of 70% water. So they need the fluid to survive, yeah? The the cell structures, our metabolism, we need water. Sheep need water, or what happens? They will die. So you know what happens, right? When the thirst kicks in, yeah? When you're thirsty, oh, you got to get water no matter what, yeah? You're, 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 you're like, you know, looking for and whatever. And you push everything else aside to get that drink of water wherever it's from. Because that's that thirst mechanism. That, oh, I need that to survive. And you know what? We won't have peace or rest until we get that water. And so the shepherd knows they need water. The shepherd knows that they will not be at rest or be at peace until they are satisfied with that water. So the shepherd brings them to still waters, not some rushing river, not some dirty pool, yeah, but to these still waters, to these cool, clean waters. So here's what I want you to see next is, the Lord, my shepherd, brings this sheep to calm, clean waters to gratify my thirst. The Lord, my shepherd, brings his sheep to calm, clean waters to gratify my thirst. I kind of think about how uh, it's still waters. It's, it's, it's pure waters. It's not some dirty water that you're not really satisfied with or you get sick with. But, but, but it's that type of water that really gratifies you, that makes you content. I was reading how recently Instagram has put in a quote-unquote take a break Feature to nudge teens to put their phones down. I guess there was concern uh, from parents because, uh, like, there's surveys out there how uh, teens spend over seven hours a day on their phone. I was like, oh, that's crazy. But maybe I do with other things. But still, yeah, just in, in you know, on social media. And so parents are complaining that social media hurts mental, the mental well-being of their teens yeah and it seems like we you know we, we get into feeds or facebook and we start reading and it's like we can't get enough yeah we keep scrolling and scrolling oh oh, oh what's this friend saying oh what's this friend doing you know oh i didn't know that and we, and we just get caught up and it, it it we get obsessive almost in all of this but you know what for some people the obsessiveness whether it's instagram facebook or maybe other things it could be the way we, we sort of deal with hurt and pain. Maybe it's dealing with loneliness or maybe uh, seeing the, the, the likes, you know, on Instagram and the comments. You know, it's affirmation because we feel so, uh, you know, uh, uh, unworthy and, and we're, we feel so small, you know, inside of ourselves. Maybe we like to build ourselves up and we're trying to find satisfaction in there because we get this like low self-esteem. Maybe we're empty. We try and fill that void with, with different things that we are into, obsessive, trying to... We're thirsting to fill that void, but wherever we go doesn't bring that fulfillment. The only place where you find true fulfillment to gratify the thirst of our soul is, you know where, Jesus. It's Jesus. It, we come back to that thought. It's being in his presence, Yeah. It's being in his word. It's Jesus, you guys. It's Jesus. We need to practice being with Jesus more, not just at church and worship, but, but every day in our devotional time to, to turn off our phones, to put, um, what is that? The, the, the new thing on, in the system of the iPhone is a focus. Yeah, You could turn focus on or it shuts everything down. Yeah. It, it, we need to turn it off. Put it in the other room, and just, just, just focus on the Lord. Be quiet next to the still waters yeah. of Jesus. I think we we lose that in the busyness of our lives. We need to drink from Jesus because He's the only one that can satisfy our soul and our thirst. Remember, Jesus said, hey, if anyone drinks of this water, like regular water, will thirst again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. John 4. Jesus is the only one who can truly fulfill us. Sometimes I was reading the sheep, you know, as the the shepherd is leading them to the still water. Sometimes Um, uh, on the trail they'll march through some little puddles like after the rain some little like mud holes and and they'll start drinking from there and the shepherd has to get them to stop because it's it's a dirty puddle you know on the trail or, or beside the trail it's mixed a lot of times with it's gross but like manure and urine as the sheep go by yeah uh that can give them, you know, make them sick. Um, A lot of times those little muddy holes has, you know, parasites or disease and things that that can really make them sick and affect their their welfare. But, you know, I think we're like that. I think sometimes we're drinking from the puddles of the world. And no wonder we're sick. No wonder we're, we're not spiritually healthy. No wonder we're even thirsting still. But Jesus is offering his pure, clean water. Let's drink from him. Let's drink from him. Uh, One last thing I want you to see is that ultimately in in this second part of verse two is, is finding still waters of peace comes, you know what? By following your shepherd. The shepherd will lead you, but it's important that You follow the shepherd, yeah? That's a given, right? That's when I was talking about this earlier about, well, he leads us. I mean, it's a given that we follow, but I want to put it in your heads that finding still waters of peace comes by following your shepherd, Jesus. Understand something. God has given, actually, sheep. A good sense, a sense to follow their shepherd. He he created him that way. They may be skittish and fearful and run at you know every little thing. They may not have any natural defenses. They may have no sense of direction and get lost easily. But one thing they have is they have that sense to follow their shepherd. When they're doing good, of course. But they they're they're good at that, and and and. The, You know, they may easily wander, but you know how God helps them with this sense He's given them? Even though the sheep don't have those sharp teeth and they're skittish and timid and fearful, they could be stubborn too. But even though they're all that, God has blessed the sheep with a great sense of hearing, great hearing, great hearing. And I think about that. You know, God, He gives us hearing do you hear what the spirit is saying today jesus said that in our our the letters to the churches over and over in our studying revelation do you hear what the spirit is saying to you he has given us this hearing of believers to 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 listen for his voice do you hear jesus calling you will you go follow him he's your shepherd You know that voice. Jesus said that, right? He said, the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Jesus said in John 10 that my sheep hear my voice and I know them and what? They follow me. But you know what happens? Jesus may call out to us, but can we hear the shepherd through the noise of the world? Sometimes we're more in tune with the, the noise of the world, but we need to tune our ears To Jesus and his voice. I want to close with this. I read about one man who was traveling um, uh, through Syria, and he came upon a place where there was like three different shepherds um, watering their flocks, and the sheep were all together uh, crowded, three different flocks crowded around this well. The traveler wondered how they were going to separate almost 100 sheep all mixed together. Well, the answer came when one of the shepherds cupped his hands around his mouth and he called out and he went, Mena, which means follow me. Immediately about 30 sheep responded to this shepherd's voice and clambered up the hill to follow him. And not one of his flock was left for they knew their master's. Here's call today, guys. Here's call. Jesus is saying, Come unto me, all you labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Spend time with me. Come close to me. I'll provide for you. I'll I'll fill you. You'll be well fed and happy. Your thirst for more, your thirst for this and that, you'll find that quenched in me and satisfied in me. So let us follow our shepherd, Jesus Christ. And know this, he will lead you to the place of rest. Let's pray. Jesus, we just pray right now, God. We thank you that you are our shepherd. And that, God, you want to lead us. You want us to be by your side. You want to provide for us. You want to keep us safe. You want to take all our cares as we cast them upon you. You want to give us rest, Lord. Sometimes we are laboring and striving. God, some of us even today are heavy laden, Lord, with things. Worries, fears, troubles, wondering about tomorrow, the what ifs. But God, you want us to be the sheep that can lie down. Lord, we need your peace right now. I just pray for every one of our hearts, Lord. Whatever may be whirling around there, our complaints, our burdens, our things that we're not happy about, that we worry about, Burdens about our children, burdens about our job, burdens about family, our marriages, burdens about life, burdens about broken things, things breaking down, burdens about the future. God, we want to come and lay them before you to cast them, Lord, upon you that you may carry them for us. God, you asked us to do that, to cast all your cares upon you. And and Lord, we want to do that right now because we need that place of rest. And so, Lord, I cast mine, Lord. And we all give you, God, those things because we want to look to you as Yahweh, my personal shepherd, who takes care of me, who takes care of things so much so then I can have peace and rest. And I pray for that right now, Lord, that your Holy Spirit come upon us and give us peace and rest. In Jesus' name. I want everyone to just keep their eyes closed right now. I believe that the Lord is really calling upon you. I don't know how you came into this room, came into church today, uh, I think there's struggles going on. I think there's questions about your future. I think there's there's troubles that, that keep uh, whirling, spinning around in your head. But God is asking you as your shepherd right now, God is asking you to trust him. God is asking you, to follow him. Maybe God is asking you to do something, but you don't you're not sure. You don't it's it's a little scary for you. God is asking you to follow him. God is asking you to not let the what ifs stop you from following him. Stop you from trusting him. Stop you from resting in God. God is asking you right now not about the what ifs but to trust him even if those things happen. God is still, Yahweh is still your personal shepherd. Perhaps this is a cry of your heart that you do want to trust God. You do want to have peace and rest right now. Well, God wants to give that to you right now. Psalm fifty-six, three says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Will you trust him when you're afraid of things? Put your trust in him. Put your faith in your shepherd. As your eyes are closed, if, if you're struggling, if you're crying out to the Lord that you want to give him these things and and, and you're crying out for peace, I want you just put your hand up. Uh, I'm going to be praying for it. Just put your hand up. There's some struggles here, and you're, you're crying out. God bless you. The Lord sees you there. Anyone else here? The Lord is with you too. God wants to work in your life. So as you raise your hand, just give it up to Him right now. Lord, I pray for those who who raise their hands, that you would take those burdens, Lord. That you would take away the striving, the worry, that you would help them to not be so stressed over keeping things in control, but to giving over the control to you right now. Lord, help them to not be so worried about the what-ifs and tomorrow, but to trust you even if the worst would happen, that they will be okay because you are their personal shepherd. And I pray, Lord, that you bring peace upon those who raise their hands right now, that through trusting you and looking to you as their shepherd that they would find rest right now. Thank you, Jesus, for your loving care, for how you gently lead us, and how you are here for each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's all stand.